are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sun Devil fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. We are getting ready for a great matchup against UCLA this weekend. In our first segment, we're going to talk about just our, our final preview, giving our final thoughts, what we think of the offense and defense, and how we think ASU will fare. Then we're going to get into the expert opinions about the game. What are the other experts saying? Do they think ASU is going to take this game, or do you think UCLA is going to defend at home? And then lastly, we're going to get into the betting odds, score predictions, and then our bold predictions for this game. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, joined by my co-host, Richie Bradshaw. Richie, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing just dandy. How are you doing, Connor? Not too bad. I'm very excited for this game this upcoming weekend. I I keep going back and forth between whether we're going to pull off that upset or it's going to be a rough night for ASU against the Bruins. Why not both? Uh, I, I guess, I mean, it, it's going to be Pac-12 after dark. This is going to be like the definition of Pac-12 after dark. If you're not watching this game on the East Coast at like 2 in the morning, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Pac-12 after dark is where it's at, so y'all better be ready to stay up late for our East Coast suckers. I mean, friends. I have no idea how to do it. My bedtime's like 9.30. Yeah. So. West Coast is best coast. That's all I know. Absolutely the best coast. Remember to follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Cedrios and find Richie Bradshaw at Richie Brads with a Z36. Also follow our Twitter page for Locked on Sun Devils at LO underscore Sun Devils. Make sure to, to subscribe to our podcast. Never miss an episode. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Richie, with that, yes, he. let's get into our final preview for the game against UCLA. Can't wait. Well, we got a chance to preview UCLA a little bit earlier in this week. We've talked a lot about their offense and defense as a whole. Obviously, a couple different players to watch. We talked on yesterday's podcast. But I want to highlight another note as well. And this is going to seem incredibly simple. It applies to literally every football game ever played, roughly ever, for like the history of time. And even before that. Even before that. It's going to be the turnover battle. UCLA has given the ball away three times this year. Three times in four games. ASU has done that six such times. It is going to be incredibly infuriating watching this game if we, even if we're going blow for blow with this team and we're just taking everything in stride, if we start giving UCLA extra chances, you, you just you can't do that, especially on the road against a really tough team in a very important game that is going to at least, it could potentially be the deciding game down the road for the Pac-12 South. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing with giving UCLA extra opportunities to score would be the fact that you're keeping your defense on the field. They're getting tired. They're getting worn out. And this is a physical football team. This is a team that's going to run between the tackles with their two stud running backs. And obviously DTR can run the ball as well. So you need to make sure that that defense is as well rested as possible because the moment you allow UCLA to get a second opportunity and you throw your defense right back out there after they get a strong three and out or force a punt, clutch sack anything like that you throw them right back out there to the wolves you're putting yourself in a really bad situation and as me and you have previewed 
we're not totally sure if Jaden can throw Arizona State back into this game. And, and when I say throw, I mean literally throw. Throw the football. Not the team. Just the football. No. To, to his team. He might be able to throw the game. That would be not ideal. Yeah, that would be anything but ideal. So consider that me calling Jaden Daniels out if we start losing. Loosen up that arm and get us back in the scoreboard. But point being, you cannot give UCLA extra chances for the simple fact that the strength of your team being the defense could quickly become the weakness. Both teams are excellent on the ground this year. That is exactly how they're going to look to establish probably the first couple drives is who can at least dominate the time of possession. Not the time of possession is cause and effect in, in terms of winning football games. Mm-hmm. But I think each team is going to want to give their defense a chance to rest. rest. And as you had alluded to, like ASU's defense being on the field, uh, giving the offense extra chances for UCLA, is going to be exactly what that, that Bruins team is hoping for. So I, I think, and this is going to sound odd to say, I, I think if Jaden could almost establish the pass early in the game, I think that's going to be incredibly important for a team that is not giving up any more than 64 yards a game on the ground. If for the run game to be effective, they have to be able to do both. If they just try to run the ball early or quick dump offs and they're doing either quick three and outs or they're not sustaining drives, they have to be able to get the ball downfield at some point. And I would prefer it to be earlier in the game than when they're trying to play catch up later on. Yeah, I guess we'll wait and see, but this would be the perfect opportunity for a patented Andre Johnson, 35-yard catch to start off the game. Right Does he do he anything else no, after that? No, of course not. So let me let me get this straight. I have a button in my hand, and I either get a 35-yard pass early to start the game, potentially for some momentum, mm-hmm. and I get nothing else. Right. Or I could potentially get, like, four catches for, like, I don't know, 40 yards. I, I think that's very bold of you to think that Andre Johnson will get four catches. Targets. Yeah, <laughs> Four targets still seems pretty bold. But I okay. I'll click the button. You changed my mind. Twist my arm. I guess I'll take the big play. Another note here: UCLA averages 428 yards per game of offense so far this year. Is that a lot? Well, considering it's 180 and a half more yards than the Sun Devils allow, that's a pretty big difference. And it's mostly because they're on the opposite ends of the spectrum. ASU has at least a stake in the claim for the best defense in the Pac-12 so far this year. Uh, Again, granted. Based on who they've played, that may or may not be true. We'll see how that unfolds over the next couple weeks. But UCLA, again, also has a claim, short of like me being Oregon State, as the best offense in the Pac-12. It is the definition of that unstoppable force meets an immovable object, right? And something's going to have to give. For what it's worth, it's just, it sounds so weird to say that Oregon State has arguably the best offense in the Pac-12. And a really good defense, too. It's just weird. If you're not paying attention to Oregon State, don't think we don't know what we're talking about. Go look up Oregon State as a team so far this year, at least against ranked against the Pac-12. Or even in the FBS, they're definitely one of the better teams. And it's incredibly surprising. We didn't see this coming. They, they're they just outside the rankings, I'm pretty sure. I think they have more votes than Arizona State, don't they? I wouldn't be too surprised at this point. They're they're right there. All I know is Oregon State has been surprisingly good this year. Don't turn us off. Just fact check us. But again, UCLA's offense is going to be tough to stop. I, I think Arizona State's defense is going to be on the field more than normal. And that's because I, I think UCLA, UCLA will be able to, to sustain more drives. They're not going to be able to force as many three and outs uh, from our defense. So who, who's going to give in first, right? Is it going to be our defense because they've worn out? Or is it going to be uh, the offense who can't move the ball against potentially this defense? 
yeah, I, we're just going to have to wait and see. So I'm very interested to see who is, who's going to bend first. Well, whoever does is going to give up ground early in terms of Pac-12 play this season. We're not very far. We're roughly a game into it, right? ASU sits atop the Pac-12 South, but they are tied with UCLA uh, as well as Utah. So in terms of the Pac-12 South, I really do think it's going to be ASU and UCLA at the end with the struggles of Utah and USC. If we think it's going to be a two-dog race and you are looking to be tied at the end of the season... What if this turns out to be the tiebreaker? That that has to be on the entire team of the Sun Devils' minds, well, the coaching staff going into this game. Oh, 100%. This should be on the minds of everybody, including UCLA. UCLA needs to have this thought in the back of their head that this could wind up being the tiebreaker that decides the Pac-12 South. Obviously, there's still plenty of games to be played. For all we know, USC could get on a hot streak, or <laughs> maybe U of A finds some uh, How, this is some supposed great to be walk good. on guys. This is good. Oh, yeah. Did you see that too? They were hosting, uh, yeah. hosting tryouts. I mean, you can't blame them for trying, literally, but you can't blame them for <laughs> lack of recruiting. Yes, you can, dude. I, honestly, there's a part of me that wants to go down there just to see if they'd be like. Ah, oh, screw it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Here's a helmet. You're playing quarterback. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, look, another fumble. Oh, look, it's five foot 200-pound Richie Bradshaw with the arm strength of a four-year-old You're walking like, onto the field with his six-second his six flat 20-yard dash. Well, let's hope that you don't have to run for your life. Well, you would against that. I would. Line. That's the problem. <laughs> Anyways, uh... We don't project ASU to win every single game after this game against UCLA. They do have some other tough games on the schedule. Nothing's decided. Um, Things pop up. Injuries happen that all of a sudden the outlook that we thought a week ago changes drastically for ASU's chances in that game. With that being said, if both teams remain fully healthy and how we think this Pac-12 South will play out, this game is going to be incredibly important for the end of the year standings. Let me ask you this. Take the bias out of it. By the end of the year, could this end up being the best Pac-12 game of the entire season? I think it at least has the makings of it, right? If they go into that game and it disappoints, then obviously not. But this is—it's the Pac-12, which doesn't always get the recognition it deserves because it's a, a late game on the West Coast, and you're not going to have as many people watching it. However. For the Pac-12 games, this probably has a chance to be one of the top three games, if not the number one. That's just not even a bias thing. It, it There's a lot at stake in this game. No, it's not Oregon, so you don't have the best team in the Pac-12, which they are far and away. But you have arguably the best, as UCLA is the only other team that's ranked, uh, as well as another team in Arizona State who has also gotten votes. So uh, at least a game we expect to be good and close towards the end. Yeah, no, it, I'm not saying it's some like Clash of the Titans. This isn't... This is an Alabama versus Clemson on every year that's not this year. But with the way the Pac-12 seems to be shaking up right now, it doesn't look like anyone's going to stand a chance against Oregon. And Oregon should walk away with the Pac-12 North division. The Pac-12 South is pretty much up for grabs. You've got the two best teams in the Pac-12 South, seemingly, as of as of week four or week five. Week, week five, five, the Friday edition five. of the podcast. Yes. This would be this would be probably the top game for the Pac-12 going into this, and I think it's got the makings to be the best game that you see Pac-12 versus Pac-12 this year. 
Agreed. So with that, we're going to get into the expert opinions on the game. It may be a little bit more 50-50 than you think. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Have you met a Bilt Bar fan yet? I'd be surprised you haven't because their fan base is just absolutely growing. Did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? Truly, there is something for everybody. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorite flavors. If you don't know what the Bilt Bar flavors are, well, you're just missing out. They have coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and even German chocolate. Know what my favorite flavor is? It's definitely the German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar's flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. The macros on there, they have 7 to 18 grams of protein. The calories range from 130 to only 180. 4 to 5 grams of sugar and about 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back for our second segment of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Now we're going to be taking a look at what other experts are saying about this game. All week we've been giving you our thoughts and opinions on how we think ASU is just absolutely going to get rocked. Did I say that out loud? Is that recorded? Uh, yeah, but it, it's not too late to delete that tweet before it gets up. Nope, someone just screenshotted it. Well, let's see what other people are saying. It, you're getting ratioed, bro. So Sporting News, Bill Bender has ASU winning 31-30. to 30. He says the Bruins have won the last two meetings, and this is a game that could determine the winner of the Pac-12 South, just as we alluded to. The Sun Devils have the top defense in the Pac-12. However, Jaden Daniels has learned from the loss of BYU. Stay up late for this one. It'll definitely be worth it. And I think that just goes back to what we were talking about Pac-12 after dark against one of the bigger games this year for the Pac-12. That is absolutely going to be a game worth staying up for. 100%. Like I just talked about in the previous segment, I think this has the makings to be the best game that the Pac-12 puts out this year. I think this is going to be just not even a slugfest. I don't think that's the right word. I just, these guys are going to go blow for blow with each other. Like for, it'll, you know what it'll be? Anything you can do, I can do better. ASU will get a three and out. UCLA will get a three and out. ASU will have a 70-yard touchdown drive. UCLA will have a 70-yard touchdown drive. I think these two teams are just going to look at each other and be like, oh, yeah, we'll watch this and just one-up each other. I don't think it's going to be a, I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it's going to be a defensive slugfest. I think it's just going to be good old-fashioned matching blow for blow. As good as ASU's defense has been this year, I really do think it'll be a much more offensive game. We'll talk about that in our last segment when we start talking about some of the betting odds as well. Twin Spires, Dan Halverson, says ASU will upset UCLA in a Pac-12 showdown. He says this may end up being the game of the year in the Pac-12, which we had also talked about, with the winner having pole position in the South Division and a shot to take on Oregon for the conference title. Now wait just a minute. Like, the the fact that they also get tickets to the game or the fact that they think they can win because those are very different. I really think that's going to be a participation trophy for the team that has to unfortunately go up against Oregon. However, the fact that you even get to that game is still something to wear as a, a badge of honor. Hey, man. Any given Saturday. I, I totally believe that. I just normally am very pessimistic about my teams and with as good as Oregon has been, watching them take down even just Ohio State. Again, a lot can change, but I'm not feeling too great about that game. Oregon, Oregon State, Portland Trailblazers, I don't care. Sun, Sun Devils by 40. Okay. Well, 
Uh, so those are a couple experts talking about ASU being a favorite. College Football News says UCLA is a big favorite over ASU. 14 of their 15 site experts picked the Bruins to defeat the Sun Devils in their Week 5 Pac-12 Conference College Football Showdown. I think if I were an expert for College Football News, I would be 15 of 16. Hate to spoil the third segment, but I think I'd be picking UCLA here as well. Well, shame on you. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Just for that Sun Devils by 50. You, okay, well, we can't forget this last part in our expert segment. Richie, we have to talk about the ESPN Power Index for this game. The last two weeks that we talked about it, we were favored against BYU just barely. We were in the 50%. Uh, against Colorado, is much closer to 70%. This week, ESPN's Power Index has UCLA at 67.9% to ASU's 32.1%. Does that still make you think we're going to win by 40? Well, first of all, I changed it to 50 and after looking at these numbers, I got to tell you, I'm not confident in 50 anymore. So I'm going to have to take ASU by 60. Okay, well, apparently Mr. Bradshaw has gone crazy before the end of this week. I, I think he's just extremely overwhelmed by what UCLA brings to the table. Uh, I, I think ESPN generally knows what they're talking about. Doesn't mean ASU can't win that game. But what I will say is a lot of the expert sites that we've looked at, it's pretty split on, on who's taking UCLA versus ASU. I think a lot of the score predictions have ASU barely winning. But the fact that still people are, are giving this team confidence to go to Pasadena to win this game, I think it still says something about Herm Edwards and the rest of that team. Do you believe in moral victories? Absolutely, I do. Well, when UCLA loses by 60, they can say, you know what, we were ranked going into this game, and we had the power index by, what is that, double what Arizona State had. So, Richie, do you know the last time ASU won a game by 60 points? I do. What was that? It was 70-7. to seven. Okay, and is UCLA as bad as that Tucson team? Tucson team? Oh, you're talking about that D3 community college. Yeah. Yes, correct. Oh, no, no, they're not. They're, they're, they're much worse. But better, sorry, better. We're going to get into our third and final segment, which will include our actual score predictions. Coming up next... I got them by 70. Richie, don't give away our score predictions. 80? You're listening to the Locked on Sun Devils <laughs> podcast. We're back, and better than ever. Football season is here, folks. It's been here, and there's no better way to go and bet your money online than betonline.ag. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. PrizePix is the leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power 5, as well as mid-major players you might not have even ever heard of. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions from. All of your users that deposit and use your promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use the promo code 
Locked On. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Price Picks allows mixed sports entries. You can take the over on LeBron, combined with the under on Mahomes, in the exact same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PricePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePix.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. Or go to your app store and download the app today. PricePix is daily fantasy made easy. And we're back for our third and final segment on this Friday edition of the Locked On Sundables podcast. Now we're going to be getting to some betting odds, score predictions, and then as always, we're going to do our bold predictions for the game. Which is why we know you're here. So with that... Let's take a look at some of the betting odds for Arizona State versus UCLA. Richie, looking at betonline.ag, they only have UCLA favored by three points. And honestly, I feel like when Vegas is making these odds, three points, it really just feels like it's the fact that UCLA is playing at home. Yeah, more often than not, that that seems to be the case. And this this ends up being, for, for the newbies like us, that feels more of like a money line pick to me. Considering how close it is, absolutely the the money line picks. Which, if anyone's new with that as well, money line essentially just means you're taking that team to win outright, regardless of the score. Um, money line is also very close. ASU is plus one thirty eight, and UCLA is minus one fifty eight. So, Richie, with that being said, we'll we'll get into our score predictions as well. Uh, but are you taking ASU to cover or UCLA to cover? Oh man, uh, dude, that that is tough. Because it, it's three points, but if I have to pick one, I'll take ASU to cover just because I truly, truly believe in my heart of hearts that whoever wins this game, it's going to be so, so close. What if I told you ASU is 1-3 against the spread in 2021? <laughs> Does that change your opinion? Uh, yeah, uh, it definitely would because that that's not just a 2021 thing. That That's ASU is never been good at covering the spread what if i told you ucla is three and one against the spread this year then i guess i'm taking asu by 80 jeez dude i don't know that is not what that was supposed to like guide you towards it doesn't mean that's impossible uh, again odds makers are saying this is generally going to be a close game but I, I i think with some of the the competition ucla has had to go up against i would be taking ucla to cover minus three in this case yeah, we'll we'll take a look. In all seriousness, I, oh, Connor, I promise you, I just I don't see any any leeway with this. Three points is so difficult to bet on, and ASU typically doesn't cover, and it sounds like UCLA does cover. So smart money, it, a serious answer. I based off of what we know, it would probably be UCLA to cover the spread. But my heart of hearts is telling me I think ASU finds a way. Hey, I, I'd be okay with losing a little bit of money if that's what it takes for ASU to win. So let's get into the over-under. Uh, it, it's set at 55 and a half. Now let me also read you a couple statistics there. UCLA has gone over 55 and a half three of four times, while ASU's games have not gone over that mark once. So with that, are you taking the over or under on 55 and a half? I am taking the under, and I'm very, very confident in taking the under. Interesting. I'm going to be taking the, the over, and we'll get, you'll see why in my score prediction, just because it, it exceeds that, but it also exceeds it by a decent amount. It's not like 56 points. Man, I, I say comfortably, and now now I'm regretting it. I, 
I think I'm taking the under, but the more I think about it, I'm not comfortable about it at all. I'm just glad you value my opinion that much. I, I have it has, it has I, literally nothing to do with anything that you're telling me. Well, do let, not flatter yourself. You you did take ASU to cover. I told you some statistics, and then you took UCLA to cover. Were they your statistics? I mean, I read them, but were they yours? They're just stats. But They're, were they yours? Do you technically? But were they yours? Do you technically own <laughs> stats? I I don't know. Do you? And then the over-under, you took the under confidently until I said, well, I'm going to take the over. You're like, oh, maybe it's not as confident as I thought it was. Buddy, trust me. It had nothing to do with you. Those are your betting odds for this game. Uh, Rich and I have been pretty similar in the last couple weeks in terms of uh, taking either ASU to cover or the over-under. But this week, we're kind of on opposite ends at least a little bit. So we'll see how this game turns out. With that, we're going to be getting to our score predictions. So I mentioned I was taking the over on 55.5 as well as taking UCLA to cover which led me to my score prediction of 35-28 UCLA. Richie, what do you have for the score of this game? For what it's worth, I am honestly surprised you didn't call me out for not taking the over when I have ASU by 100. I, it was just a question. Just a question. <laughs> score prediction. I, man, at 55.5, I'm saying I'm taking the under, but the more I think about it, I'm not comfortable with it. I will take, I will, I'll go 33, 33, 28, Arizona State. Okay. Wow. Uh, again, that's a situation where I hope you're right. So that is our score predictions. Now, last but not least, we're going to get into our bold predictions for this game. Richie, kick us off with one bold prediction, starting the offense or defense, and then I'll follow your lead. Let's go ahead and start offense. Okay. And you want me to kick us off? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to say, and this is going to go for both teams, 300 total rushing yards between Arizona State and UCLA. You might not think that sounds incredibly bold for two teams that like to run the ball, but as we talked about throughout the week, UCLA does not give up a ton of yards on the ground. So if ASU, you, you think if they're going to win that game, it's going to have to be done through the air. Could ASU beat that mark at, at 64 yards per game? Absolutely they could. But in order to hit Richie's bold prediction, they'd have to exceed it by quite a bit unless ASU's defense is just going to let them run all over them the entire night. So my bold prediction feeds a little bit into Richie's, but I'm going to say Chip Traynham finds the end zone twice, just like he did week one against Southern Utah. I think Traynham's return to the lineup is going to be huge for the Sun Devils, and his mark's going to be made finding Pater twice in this case. Now let's move on to the defense. Richie, what is your bold prediction for the defense in this game? Oh, man. Or either defense, I should say. <laughs> I, dude, I, I tell you what, uh, DTR has been super safe with the ball this year. He only has one interception. I will say that he more than doubles it. I say the defense finds a way to pick off uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson twice in this game. That also feeds into my bold prediction a little bit. And here, here's why it's bold. Richie had just talked about the amount of turnovers that DTR hasn't had. The offense as a whole has just given up three turnovers, and that's all on the quarterback. And while you might think, well, okay, he's, he's the sole reason they're turning the ball over, three turnovers is not a lot so far this year. And I want to say his touchdowns were nine to three. It's a pretty good ratio. ASU, meanwhile, has given the ball away six times. So my bold prediction is that ASU has forced more turnovers than UCLA. So kind of coinciding with some of the keys to the game and winning that turnover battle, I think ASU is going to be able to make that statement and maybe get the ball from the UCLA Bruins offense a couple times, giving themselves a better chance to win. 
So those are the betting odds, score predictions, as well as uh, our bold predictions for the game. It's going to be a long night against UCLA, and that's not because I don't think that ASU can't, can't win this game, but it is going to be hashtag Pac-12 after dark, and it's going to be one of the best games, at least for the Pac-12, for the year. I, I hope just for the, the sense of watching this game, I really hope it is going to be a nail-biter where ASU can pull off that win. I, I really hope it's not a case where... UCLA is getting in the end zone, and ASU just can't really sustain their drives, so Jaden has to pass, but they're not effective doing that. And we're just going into halftime thinking, like, well, how, how the heck is Herm and the rest of the team going to be able to come back from this, right? We talk about how the defense really buckles down in the second half, which is great, but this is not a week you can afford to do that. Even if this game is not perfect throughout, which games hardly ever are, you can't afford to get behind by multiple possessions going into this half. You just can't. No, because at that point, you get away from your strengths, you have to abandon your game script, and you're just leaving yourself out to dry. You completely alter all of the strengths that your team has. To a fault, Arizona State is built on the run, and they're built on a tough defense that plays with a lead. To a fault. The moment you surrender the lead, the moment you put the defense out there longer than it need to be, the game's over. It's a simple as that and it's a harsh truth and it's a harsh reality but that's what's going to happen if Arizona State doesn't go into this play at the end of this game and execute to perfection everything to a T can't afford to mess up we've given Herm Edwards plenty of props for his ability to adjust after halftime but again even if they're down just a little bit if you go down three to seven points for whatever reason at halftime that's fine. If you start to get into double digits, it's it's going to be rough, I think, coming into that second half. But we'll see. Uh, that's why you play the game any given Saturday. Uh, we can talk about the game until we're blue in the face, but it, it still has to be played no matter what any of the experts are saying. That was our Friday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Cedrios and find Richie at Richie Brads with a Z36. Also follow our Twitter page at LO underscore Sun Devils. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and never miss an episode. Find us on Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. You are listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts.